All right, here's an ongoing fight in the city of Toronto. Ever since the city decided to do this pilot project, as an aside here, have we had any pilot projects in the city that actually they went, you know, now that we've done the pilot project, we realize it didn't work, and so we're stopping. <laughs> I don't know if we've ever had that. They call it a pilot project. It just seems to be the way to introduce something the city wants to do. But uh, you can't drive your car more than a block on King Street, which is effectively keep the cars off King Street. It's all been turned over to bicycles and streetcars. And we have restaurants along King Street telling us, and you know this has been going on for a while, that it is devastating their business. Not that it's hurting them a little bit, that it's devastating their business. However, there's only been one spokesperson for the thing, and that's been Al Carbone of the Kit Kat restaurant. Well, now there was a press conference about an hour ago where it, it is ramped up now that uh, a bunch of restaurants got together to make an announcement and put out some more ice sculptures. And uh, they gave us some statistics, which we'll get into in a moment. But joining me now to talk about this is a partner in the Kit Kat, John Carbone. John, good morning. Hi, good morning, Jerry. Thanks for having me. I think, did it, do you think it, it did or and will make a difference that now it's not just you and your brother, but you had eight other restaurants join you in, in this plea to the city to do something? Well, that's just, it's just only on one block that there are nine of us, but there's many other that are suffering. And I think in the next, this has just kind of been a real quick ad hoc promotion that we thought might uh, garner a little bit of fun and attention. But I think there might be some other things popping up uh, west of uh, west of us, uh, west of Spadina, because those restaurants are also hurting us, as, uh, hurting as well. Okay. Um, and it, it, did you get any attention from City Hall at all today? Uh, we haven't heard anything. We haven't heard anything. We Neither have we, them. by the way. We contacted the mayor's office uh, bright and early, dark and early this morning, uh, and all we got was a quick note saying that he was in meetings. We asked for a statement. We didn't get one, and we tried to get Joe Cressy, and he didn't even tell us he was busy. He just didn't bother to respond. So, uh, I, And that's fine as long as they're going to respond to you guys, but it sounds to me like they're not. Well, it's, it's, it's kind of been constant for the last uh, year and a half with this, with, uh, with the whole pilot, uh, just a lack of communication. All they do is tell us how great it is, and all we do is try to tell them, hey, come and do the, come and do the sniff test. Come and take a look, and you'll see that all these places are, uh, are, are closing down or limited hours and uh, businesses down for everybody. And uh, there's going to be some numbers coming out this week with the Ontario uh, Restaurant, Hotel, and Motel Association that are going to be presenting these. All right. Um, well, you said in your press release, which I was reading this morning, an alarming 17 restaurants are confirmed by the Ontario Restaurant Hotel Motel Association to have closed in the area this past year. And a reported double digit drop in sales had occurred in the pilot area of King Street, according to the credit card network. And these are all actual numbers you'll be sharing with the media and City Hall. These are the actual numbers that are from not from us. They're from the Ontario uh, restaurant, hotel, motel association. Those are the numbers that they've garnered. All right. Now, some reporters have said they've asked the restaurants, can we see your books? And, and the restaurants have said no. Now, I defended you guys saying that I don't think that the average reporter and even most reporters, average or not, are capable of reading financial sheets and knowing what the real truth is. Um, but I think City Hall has people who certainly can. Would you be willing to allow the mayor and his office to look at the books? We'd certainly consider things. Absolutely. And I'm sure many people would do that. All right. Uh, we just have to make sure it's fair and transparent. But uh, it, it doesn't take to, uh, a rocket scientist to come down, look around. You know, in last year they said it was too cold. So what, in the summertime it was too hot? 
Like, I don't understand. It's just there's been a drastic drop after November when it was implemented. Before that, business was terrific. Business was great. It's not like uh, we've been here too long, that some people like to say. It's been, you know, that's a, a sign of a great place that's been able to be here through ups and downs. But this has just been obvious overnight for all these businesses. It's not something that's been a trend that's happened. It's just overnight. John Carp. John Carbone is with me. He's co-owner of the Kit Kat, and uh, other restaurants have now joined them in their plea that uh, the pilot project is killing their business. What do you want the city to do, John? Well, you know, there's been some, you know, icy relations, you know, with all the sculptures and things like that. And we're just trying to be positive and we're trying to promote the area. So that's what this small thing has been about. We just want the city to listen to us. We're running a great promotion all, all on the street with nine restaurants. And it's called Seven After Seven, as the ice sculptures uh, show. And uh, come in after seven o'clock. There's going to be a bunch of appetizers and martinis and drinks for $7 to entice people to come down because after seven o'clock, it's a ghost town. And uh, we want to bring that energy and that vitality back that we've been missing for such a long time. And if they did the program, if they did it from seven to seven, that would be a bit of a a compromise and and leave us alone in the evenings and the weekends. But at the same time, you know what? It is busy during those rush hours and there should be some more streetcars or bus to help those people who are taking the streetcar or to get across King Street during that hour or so in the morning or that hour or two hours in the afternoon. Definitely, it's important to move people. We're totally for that. Help them. We don't have enough streetcars. That's the problem. People are waiting for multiple streetcars because there aren't enough of them during those hours. After 7 o'clock, you know, it should be free to play for everyone down here and the weekends. All right. I know that, John, that uh, I heard from people earlier this morning. We talked about this at the beginning of the show. And there are people who think that what your restaurants want, the group of you, is for City Hall to give you money to make up for the situation. Is that true? I've, I've, no one's ever asked for money. I don't know where that's coming from. We just we just want support. We want some promotion. We want some, you know, they promised they were going to do this and they promised to do that, but there's been nothing that they've really done to help people other than a couple, the ritual thing, which is kind of like a takeout uh, uh, option for people, but that doesn't really help people get people into seats. That's been a big issue. Promote King Street. They said they were going to do that, and they haven't done that. And we, So we're just doing something on our own because they haven't been listening. And we would love it for them to push to bring people down here. And if they want to promote the 7 after 7 for these restaurants, and, uh, you know, uh, I think there's going to be some things happening west of Spadina as well because everybody's hurting. All right. Now, uh, I'm talking to John Carbone. He is a partner in the Kit Kat Club. One of the things you released, which I said earlier, was 17 restaurants closed over the last year in the area. Um, I know restaurants come and go. Is that an unusual number? It's a sad number is what it is. And, you know, and uh, I heard a clip by Tony Alanis uh, this morning, who's the president and CEO of Orma. And, uh, yeah, it's an incredibly high amount. It's, it's, it's very sad. It's, it's unfortunate. And a lot of people are just hanging in. And if there is some theater, and we're so blessed to have uh, David Mervish and Mervish Productions put on great performances, and sometimes they're dark and sometimes they're farther away on Young Street, but they've been great at bringing shows. But when there's no show, and after the show starts at 7.30 or 8 o'clock, there's not a lot of people on the street. Has Joe Cressy dropped by? I haven't seen him. Okay. Well, he's your counselor. Casey. Yeah. yeah. John Carbone, co-owner of the Kit Kat. Thanks for your time this morning.
It was a pleasure to have you, and thank you very much for promoting King Street because it's it's for everyone, and it's a great place, and we have some wonderful restaurants and business and ton of great people who live in here and, and in Liberty Village and on the east side, and we just want everybody to be able to work and have fun and uh, have a great time down here. Thank you.